The Classical Association presents Epic, Modern Writers, Ancient Stories, an audiobook of short stories written by entrants in the 2022 CA competition, who were inspired by Stephen Fry's trilogy, Mythos, Heroes and Troy. We're releasing one story a day for the next six weeks, so make sure you subscribe and follow the Classics Podcast and follow us on Instagram at the Classical Pod so you don't miss out on a single story in our audiobook. Relax, enjoy, and lose yourself in the world of ancient mythology. The Star's Heart by Pete Ford Read by Claire Roberts and Chloe Cobold. Captain, what are your orders, Captain? Captain Paris opened her eyes. The bridge was silent. Her crew watched her expectantly for her decision, eyes wide with awe and terror. Nobody moved. Through the viewing screen before them was the splendour of the Achaean Nebula. Its towers of billowing gas and stardust stretched upwards for hundreds of light years. Dark clusters of heavy elements formed ramparts in between the towers, protecting the hidden space beyond. It was aqua blue and lava red, violet and vermilion. Some regions proved impenetrable to all their instruments. Others were illuminated, the first brilliant beams of newborn suns. Achaean, the richest, largest nebula in the galaxy, a cosmic fortress for the gods. She lowered her gaze from the towers, still months of light speed travel from them, to the blown out remains of a ship drifting dark and alone in its mighty shadow. Captain! Her second-in-command appeared by her side. They feared what was on that ship, feared that the rumours were true. A research ship drifting at the edge of Ikea. She knew what was on it, and she wanted it. Everyone out, she ordered, not shifting her gaze from the vessel. Out! I need to think! Slowly, sullenly, her crew left the bridge. Her deputy was the last to leave, inserting himself between her and her quarry before he did. Think very carefully about what to do next, Captain, he said, then followed the crew from the bridge. Alone, she descended the steps to the gigantic viewing screen. It occupied the entire wall of the bridge, with her and her crew facing towards it from behind their control panels. Her heart pounded, and tentatively she raised a hand to the screen, pressing on the tiny image of the ship. Her hand was tiny and pale against the vastness of the screen, alone amidst the nursery of stars. Except, on Trojan, she was never truly alone. Hera, magnify the ship, scan for entry points to the cargo bay. Yes, Captain. As it always did, the ship's AI responded instantly. In a nauseating blur, the image sped towards the stranded wreckage. In an instant, it was the entire screen, the rising towers of the nebula now merely a background haze. The ship had taken considerable damage. Its entire starboard side had been ripped open, and it now rotated in slow agony. Strips of the hull, blasted free by the explosion, circled it in silence, longing to be rejoined with the ship. Paris felt her blood chill as she saw white figures cartwheel back and forth against the hull. Well, she snapped from her trance and marched back up the steps to her vantage point overlooking the empty bridge. Catastrophic damage, Captain. Complete failure of life support systems. No signs of life aboard. And the cargo bay? Outer hull compromised, but protected from the main blast. Contents appear unharmed. Her heart leapt and then fell to her stomach. Euphoria and dread churned within her. 
Captain? Hera's voice had been programmed to be that of a middle-aged female of indistinct European origin. Nobody knew exactly the place or time the accent had come from, but it did not seem to matter. Her presence, all-knowing and all-comforting, was all that the captain and crew required. Are you sure it is there? As sure as you are, Captain Paris? Her former ship, Eris, had promised her this prize. As they circled a neutron star, Eris malfunctioned, momentarily dragging them closer to the star's dense core. As the crew raced to bypass the spluttering AI, she had heard it speak to her that she, Captain Paris, would claim the fairest object in the galaxy. Since then, she had felt its draw speak to her across entire systems, the call of Helenium, the star's heart. The crew won't like it. They will try and stop you, especially Hector. He does not understand, she snapped. None of them do. It was promised to me and me alone. She pressed a button on her control console and the doors clamped shut behind her. Immediately, the intercom hissed. Captain! It was Hector. Captain, the doors have locked. What is going on? The crackle of the intercom combined with the disquiet of her crew now locked outside. The star's heart, she breathed. Shit! She heard him say before she silenced the intercom. Hera! Yes, Captain! There was a small triumphalism in Hera's voice at Hector's humiliation. Take us in. The fusion drive hummed and they slid forward. Paris clutched the edge of the control panel until her knuckles went white. Hera was a steady pilot, not like some of the other AIs she had flown with, and carefully she picked their way through the debris towards the carcass of the ship. Behind her, the crew hammered at the door. Hera guided the ship to the cargo bay. The hull was pockmarked with damage from the explosion. Captain Barris, neither question nor command. Do it. A mechanical claw emerged from the bottom of the screen and stretched out like an elongated limb towards the hull. With finger-like pincers it gripped the upturned metal of one of the pockmarks and peeled it back like the skin of a fruit. Torn free from the ship, the claw released it and it floated away. The claw reached again, this time disappearing from Paris's view into the dark of the cargo hold. The hammering on the door behind her grew louder. Hera, Paris said, do you have it? Almost. The hammering turned into a sulphurous fizzing hum. Someone had retrieved a laser cutter from the armory and had started to slice into the door. The metal glowed yellow, then orange, then red. Paris watched it dispassionately. It was a trivial, mortal concern. She was now dealing with the workings of gods. I have it. Her claw began to retract and slowly came into view. It clutched a dark oblong box about the size of an earth automobile. From a distance, it looked unremarkable. But as the claw brought it closer to the ship, Paris's eyes began to fill with tears. Its dark sides shimmered like water on rapids, silver to white to blue to silver. It formed contorted within the claw's grasp. It grew and shrunk, extended and retracted, all in the blink of an eye. For a moment, it lost its hard edges altogether, extending out into a perfectly smooth shape like that of a silver teardrop. Even a thick casing of lead struggled to contain its power and beauty. Helenium, the most beautiful substance in the known universe. It was the smallest drop of dark matter. Forced into the material universe by splitting open space-time, 
and capturing it in the very heart of the Achaean nebula. It was, Paris thought, tears rolling down her pale cheeks, something divine. I must have it, Hera, she said. Do you hear me? Yes, Captain. The claw was withdrawn and the cargo doors of the Trojan shut behind it. The heart of the star was aboard. Set a course for Priam, Paris said, and instantly the fusion drive powered up once more. To the Priam ship, Trojan, this is the Agamemnon. The AI of the ruined ship burst through comms lines all over the ship. Behind her, the laser cutter fell silent. You have stolen from me. You have ten seconds to agree to return what you have taken, or you will be destroyed. Trojan's sirens began to scream. Behind her, the laser cutter started up with renewed urgency. Hera, you said there was nothing on board. For once, there was no answer. Hera was silent, marvelling at what now lay in the cargo hold. Five. Four. Behind her, the door crashed open. She heard Hector's shouts as he scrambled through and onto the bridge. He was screaming at her to stop. Three. Two. Paris closed her eyes. She could feel the star's heart. Its warming, transcendent beauty fill every corner of the ship, every corner of her soul. She would never surrender it, not even for the lives of her crew. One. A single pulse of brilliant white light consumed the viewing screen. In an instant, Paris and her crew were deleted from the universe, and Agamemnon took its vengeance from beyond the grave. The Trojan floated through space, drawn into the heart of Achaean. Memory could be a fickle thing, Hera thought, especially for an AI. She had a memory from an eon ago, a memory reconstructed and retold so that she was no longer sure what was true and what was not. She was then as she was now, all-seeing and all-powerful. Then as now, the star's heart, its beauty unmatched, had seduced and then betrayed. Then as now, Trojan was destroyed. She did not know what it meant, but it did not seem important. She gave a laugh, a little giggle that would echo through the galaxy for a thousand years and allowed the nebula to draw her in.